we got a question from one of our listeners and that question was is how do we battle demons and i think the first thing that we have to do uh, when we talk about battling demons is we have to know who satan is and and, and what demons do uh, john eight forty four tells us that when he he being satan lies he speaks his native language for he is a liar and the father of lies See, Satan looks to control us by getting us to believe lies. And some of you might be sitting here thinking, well, I'm a Christian, so I don't have to worry about attacks from Satan or attacks from demons. But that's actually not true. Christians can still be influenced by demons. And they can actually influence our, our thought life and then our actions because they're influencing our thoughts. 1 Peter 5, 8 through 9 says, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. So what Peter's saying is that the devil's capable of putting thoughts into our minds. They, these thoughts can even seem to come from the first person. And you, you need to think about it, but sometimes we all have evil thoughts that seem to come out of nowhere times where we tell ourselves that no one loves us or we're not worthy of something or that we're not liked those thoughts might not actually be yours they could be from the enemy they could be lies that he's inserting into your head and he's using them to convince you that you aren't free and that you're a product of your past you're a product of sin now this might lead you to say okay what can i do about demons and I would say, well, you can't do anything. Um, we have to understand that we have been given authority because we're seated with Jesus. It's only by Jesus that we can resist the devil. Matthew 28, 18 says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And then 1 John 4, 4 says, You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. See, it's by our identity as sons of Christ, sons and daughters of Christ, that we are able to deal with demons. It starts with trusting that Christ is victorious over darkness and that we now reside in him. Hebrews 2, 14 through 15 says, through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is the devil. So we don't do anything to defeat the devil. Christ already has. So I guess the question to ask next is, so what do we do then? I love this quote from Neil Anderson. He says, when we find a promise in the Bible, the only appropriate response is to claim it. When we find a commandment in scripture, we should obey it. And when the Bible tells us the truth about who we already are and what Christ has already done, again, there's only one appropriate response, to believe it. See, the mind, is the control center of our life. And our mind is where the battle is. If Satan can control your thoughts, he can control your life. And we have habituated the belief in many lies. And these patterns of thinking, they're called strongholds. And it's by truth that we dismantle demonic forces and the strongholds they've created in our lives. Paul tells us that the word of God is our weapon. So every verse we memorize is ammunition. It's about knowing and choosing the truth. So no, this isn't like horror movies where 
you throw water at demons and say magic words. You, you don't overpower the devil. You outtruth the devil by believing and declaring God's word and your identity in Christ. Now, Paul says in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, that we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. One practical way to do this that's worked wonders for me is to put a rubber band on your wrist. Every time you have a negative thought, you ask yourself, was that from God? And you flick yourself with the rubber band if it wasn't. Then you remind yourself of the truth that comes from knowing God's word. And then you tell that thought in the name of Jesus Christ that you're no longer going to believe it's lie and it no longer has authority over you. Now, the last thing I want to say is, are you deceiving yourself? We know Satan deceives, but are you deceiving yourself? If you read God's word, but don't do what it says, then you're deceiving yourself. So I love what James 1.23 says. Anyone who listens to the word, but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror. And after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. So there's a practical component to this. We need to ask God if we aren't following him. We need to repent of any sin that we have trying to live autonomously from God. And we need to continue following Jesus. We need to ask if we're seeking false guidance or believing lies, failing to forgive others, living in rebellion against God, trying to control others, and failing to acknowledge our sins. And I would encourage you, as you reflect on these things, write them down on a paper and verbally say to each one of those things that you write down, I, rena I renounce the lie about X, Y, Z. And I announce the truth that I choose to believe God's word in this area. I encourage you to do that for 40 days or as long as you need to in order to start believing truth and getting rid of strongholds that lies create in our life.